not trying to show our kids what, per- what perfection is. We show them realities of living this life. Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. We're your hosts, Cordell and Alex. They're watching you today. We're talking kids. They are watching you all the time. So let's dive right on in. Kids are amazing. They are the most, having kids is the most exhausting and rewarding thing you could ever do with your life, I believe. Um, But one thing we have to be aware of as dads is that they are literally always watching. Always. They're watching what you do. They're watching what you say. They're watching how what you say and what you do line up with each other. They're watching your reactions, your attitude. They're watching how you handle situations. They're watching everything. Because remember, our kids are born immature. They're born with no knowledge. They have to learn everything. They have to learn it, and they have to learn it from you. So the example you set, the things you do, the words you say, all of it, that's what they learn about how to live this life. So they take it all in. You don't get a chance to just wipe, you know, let's let's ignore this one. Let's ignore this situation. No, they see it all. That's right. They're little sponges. For better or worse, right? That's right. So so how do you how do you change the trajectory of your kids' future and not make it like your past, <laughs> so to speak? So how do you do that is by taking inventory of what you're saying, what your kids are saying. Are they repeating things that sound awful like a lot like what you've said and you don't like it or you do like it? So that if, if you do like what your kids are saying and it sounds like you or your wife, then kudos to you. That's a good thing. The things that they're saying that sound a lot like you or your wife that you don't like, you might want to change how you're saying those things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just we have we had a funny thing. My my daughter started saying, Well, you'd ask her a question. Hey, what do you want for dinner? Well, what do you want to drink? Well, what are you doing over there? Well, and we're we're just kind of laughing about it. Like, where did this come from? And then, and then I asked my wife a question. I'm like, "Hey, something. What do you want to do for dinner?" Well, <laughs> you're like immediately like, "Oh, <laughs> immediately." Because <you know? laughs> I think you you almost start to you almost start to not hear things after a while, right? You get so used to it, but then to hear it hear it again after we're just talking about my daughter, and it's like, "Oh, there it is. That's where it came from." Almost. I mean, I would say that everything your kids say or do, you can figure out where it came from. It's going to come from a classmate. It's going to come from uh, a TV show, a movie. It's going to come from one of you. It's going to come from you can trace. You can almost trace it. Where did that come from? Yeah, they're not just picking up on random phrases or thoughts out of the clear blue air. You know, yeah, kids come up with random thought patterns, but they don't come up with certain sayings just like that. Especially when they're really young, they're picking up from somewhere, and it can be so. It can be little innocent things like that, like well. Or are you giving them angry comments? Are you giving them frustrated comments? Are you giving them are you giving them words of of aggravation all the time? Because they're gonna pick that up too. And they can feel it, they can sense it, and they're gonna start to repeat it and carry that aggravation or frustration you're giving them with them going forward. Absolutely. Kids are also watching what you do. So they watch how you act and what you're actually doing as their parent as a role model. Uh, You may have not signed up to be your kid's role model, but you are. So are you modeling the behavior you want them to have? So, I mean, what I mean by this is, is there's good things that come out of that. Um, the other day I was doing some yard work. Um, 
and my son, he volunteers to help, to come help and spread mulch. So he knows that, hey, I jump in here and help dad with this mulch. That's me and dad spending time together. And at first, he's like, man, I don't want to do that. I was like, that's fine. I even gave him the out this time. Not all times you get out on not doing things. But he had the out of not helping dad. But he chose to. So we got to spend some time together and look at it and say, oh, that's a good job. And and he was really proud of the job that he did. And so those things of, of doing and not expecting all the time, in some areas, if it's something you want to do, you just do it. If it's something that you're wanting to do together, you say, hey, I want to come, want you to come over here and see how to do this. Um, but make that environment inviting so that they will want to come and spend time with their father. I like to I like to do this little thing whenever I have to do some work outside, yard work, housework, whatever it is, a project. I like tell the kids, hey, y'all, come on. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to go to the garage. I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm like, okay, hey, you don't have to do anything. I'm not here to force you. But if you're going to stay inside, there's no screens, no TV, no video games, no tablet, no nothing, no screens. You want to stay inside, that's fine. You're going to go play the toys, use your imagination, have fun, but no screens. Every time, nine times out of ten, they're outside with me two minutes later. Like, okay, what are we doing? And then we end up having fun outside, right? They help me fix the fence. They help me build a garden. They help me do these things. But it's it's about helping your kids with these decisions. What are we going to choose? I mean, would I like to sit and watch TV instead of going and working outside? I mean, probably most days, especially when it's middle of summer and it's super hot. Yeah, it's much more comfortable inside. But we don't always get to choose this comfort. We don't we don't always get to choose this this pleasure. So we have to choose the things that are things that are harder. And so that's part of what we're showing them too. Is like, hey, we got to do hard things sometimes, whether we want to or not. We need to get them done. Doing hard things is what's going to get us to better places in life and teaching our kids how to enjoy doing the hard things so they can get to a better place in life is very important in modeling that behavior. Um, our third point is how do you respond to things is really important. So how you respond to any given situation is very important. So the other day, this past weekend, uh, my kids spill some water. No big deal. You know, we're going to clean it up. But sometimes you can react to like, I told you, you couldn't have no water. You shouldn't have water because they get upset about it or something, especially they spill it on themselves. I've got water on me. I'm like, hey, I'll dry. But, <laughs> but the reality is, is that if you respond that you have to do something to help your kids, which is normal. We, we don't outgrow making accidents or having mistakes or spilling things. Um, I still spill things to this day. Newsflash, I'm not perfect. And so neither are your kids. So if you respond in a certain way, they'll likely start carrying that over into adulthood. Yeah, we were <laughs> I had my two oldest kids in the truck with me, and they uh, we had this this family fun night at my church. Kids played and all this. We had a bag of chips. Well, the bag of chips gets like ripped open, not just open, like ripped open. There's chips all over the back seat, and they're like, "Dad, we spilled chips." They now, karate chop open it. Like, they actually like squeezed opened it. Yeah. So like both ends popped. My kids did that too. <laughs> and they're like, dad, we spilled chips. And I look back and there's chips all over the place. And I'm like, okay, I get this little, little box from here. Put them all in this thing. Just pick up the seat, put them all in there. And I had a, I had a momentary thought. I was like, this probably would have set me off, you know, like earlier in fatherhood, you know, for a few years ago, I probably would have gotten upset. But like, why'd you do that? And why couldn't you do things differently? Almost holding them to an unrealistic expectation of like, just know better. But it's like, yeah, it's just no big deal. It's chips on the on the seat. Just pick them up. No big deal. We'll vacuum the car later. I tell you, not but two seconds later, I turn around and I, I spilled my own bag of chips. I had them sitting on the front. I went to go reach for them and I just knocked them over. 
all over the floorboard. And I just laughed. I just laughed because like it's a perfect example of like we don't outgrow mistakes. We're not we're not trying to show our kids what per, what perfection is. We're not perfect, and we don't show our kids perfection. We show them realities of living this life and how we deal with the situations that are presented to us constantly. Whether it's an accident, a mistake, a slip, a spill, whatever it is, we show them how we deal with it. And it's it's a lot easier to get out in front of things too. Like if you don't want your kids to spill on their nice clothes that you have for them, their nice clothes, whatever that is for you, um, you might want to say, "Hey, be really careful. Let's put a little napkin over you or whatever." And even if they do spill, it's okay. Don't worry about other people looking at you worrying about, oh, her kid has stained clothes. It's okay. Teach your kids that it's okay. You can still be confident even though you have a stain. You don't want your kid being an adult that freaks out because they have some spill on them. You want them to still be able to perform even when they're uncomfortable about their attire just for a little bit. You know, uh, inconvenience. You want to teach them to roll with the punches there. Yeah. So don't forget, guys. Your kids are watching everything. They're watching. They're hearing so it's important that you you model positive behavior, give them positive words, encourage them, build their confidence, show them what it is to to do what you say you're going to do and live in alignment with the words you say. Show them it's okay to have a mistake. Show them we're not perfect. We can always we can always continue to move forward. We can always take another step even if it's not a perfect step along the way. We're just doing the best we can. And we're trying to show them love, kindness, patience, confidence. That's what we want to model for our kids because they're watching everything i promise you they're watching every single thing that you do make sure you're setting a good example for them along the way that's right like share subscribe do your thing we'll catch y'all next time minica fiction podcast we out